I tell you that everything is going to be all right. We bless the Lord today. Father, we thank you so much for all that are here. We praise you for your presence in the house. We thank you, O oh God, and we give praise, honor, and glory. Lord, O oh God, these are your people. Lord God, you know everything that needs to be said to them. We know You know how to encourage. You know how to work in their hearts, their lives. And God, we just bring it all before you. Lord God, then whatever that you've given me that I give unto them, speak to through me, oh God. I surrender myself totally and completely unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to read a scripture that comes from, actually the Lord gave me two scriptures, but I'm going to read the passage that, it is, that one of them are coming from, which is Romans 8. 18 through 30. And you know, at this morning as we were talking in Sunday school, a lot of what was said is what the Lord had said unto me earlier. Because you know, we go, we are a lot of people are going through so many things right now. From what's happening over in Israel, and I think just another shooting took place, just crazy. And even in the city of Rochester, we're hearing about even other parts of the country, we are hearing about people being kidnapped, people being sold into sex slavery, and all the things that are going on. And then we ourselves are experiencing different things in our own individual life. You know, you could be sitting next to somebody who, has, who is mentally disturbed and really about on the edge of breaking, you wouldn't even know it. It could be, they, I mean, they could be right in the midst, and you wouldn't even know. But the Lord wants us to be aware of our surroundings and all that is going on in our lives, and to know that our lives do not belong to, to us, it really belongs to him. Because once you surrender, and I think we, a lot of times we have a lot of problem with this. Once you surrender your life to Christ, once you stand up and say, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I give myself to you. Come in and take residence within me. Live within me. And what you actually say is, Lord, I want you to control my life. I have made a mess out of it. And Lord, I want you to take over. And I want you to control it. In fact, I'm just going to read the two scriptures God gave me. You can be seated. It is coming from the two that he gave me. I know that's Romans 8 and 28. You can read that later. But I'm going to stick with the two because I'm going to go with the Lord that's leading me. There's two scriptures that it says. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There is therefore, there has no temptation taken you but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that ye are able, but with temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. And Romans 8 and 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. 
and is called according to his purpose. All of us, you may be sitting, all of us have the purpose in God. There are trouble everywhere. And it surrounds us, and it can be very, very overwhelming. But when Jesus was getting ready to leave the earth, he gave his disciples some instructions. And in those instructions, he said to them, I know trouble will come. And I know that the world don't like me, so I know they won't like you. And he said to them, I want you to go down to Jerusalem. And I want you to tarry there. And I want you to wait for the promise, which is the Holy Spirit. And on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came. And he set upon everybody that was in that place. There was no exception. They believed, they expected, and they received. And what he said to them, the Holy Spirit will lead you, guide you, direct you, show you all things to come, because I have much things to say to you right now, but you cannot bear them. How many of you know that God has many things to say to us at certain times, but he knows just what we can handle? And because he knows what we can handle, that's what he gives us at that time. Now we find that in the world today, there are troubles, there are tribulations, and there are things that are going on. There are some that God allowed to come in our lives. But he said the things that he allowed to come in our lives, he would be with us. He would lead us and he'll guide us. And then there's some things that come just because we live in a world full of sin. So we can expect that. And then there's some things that come in our lives because he wants to chastise us, to shape us, to make us, to mold us. So the thought of this message today is diamonds in the making. Diamonds in the making. You know, I've watched on TV, like when a lot of times people go out, they, the one that goes out into the mountains, well, they're looking for gold, we call it. It talks about gold. And, and, and when they look for gold, they go out there. When they chip the rocks, they, sometimes they end up in a mountain. Sometimes they have what they call a Geiger thing, and it, 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 it beeps when something like the gold or whatever is there that are happening. But I want you to know that when they dig, they have to put a lot of energy into it. It is sitting on the top of the ground. It's underneath. So because it's underneath, they have to take their equipment with them. Now, I assume they got a, 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 seen it with a donkey. I've seen them with a, a pitfork, an axe, or whatever they need to dig with. But they have to carry their equipment in order to obtain what it is that they're looking for. God has provided for us promises. He has made them available. And he said to us, they are available. But we ourselves are to take them upon us and receive and believe them. 
to obtain that God, all the goal and all God has promised. And he said, too much you'll go through. What happens when we go through things in our lives? We chip things are chipped away. The old you that used to cuss, the old you that was homosexual, maybe, the old you that was adulterous, the old you that was convicted, uh, 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 had been drug addicted, you that has been alcohol. You with the envy, the malice, the strife, all the things that it talks about in Galatians that has been a part of our lives. And then once we get rid of those, then God has to deal with our attitudes that we talk about all the time. You know, a person, you don't really know what's in you until somebody crosses your path. Our heart. When somebody cross our path and say the wrong thing, and you have not fully been complete yet, because you know, we won't be complete in our salvation and our walk with God until we meet God, then we will be glorified, and then we will be made whole, and we will be complete. But in the meantime, he's still working on us. It said, one song wrote that says, he is still working on me. To make me what I ought to be. He made the sun, the moon, and the sun. He made the world. He did it in six days. But how many of you know he's still working on us? I'm 73 years old. God is still working on me. I don't know about you. To make me what he wants me to be. And when we get through it, said, I will come through. The song says, I will come through as you go. So in the meantime, we are being chipped away at. Those little things that we hold so dear. The habits that we have. They call them habitual habits. Those things that we do continuously and don't seem to want to get rid of them. And it's not necessary that we don't want to get rid of them. It's just that we cannot get rid of them on our own. So we need the Holy Spirit. We find that when Jesus, before he left, when he was talking to his disciples, he had, they had problems even then. Because there was a time when he said to Peter that you, what you're saying is not of uh, the Father. You, what you're saying is coming from the Satan. And he had to rebuke him. Just because we receive Christ in our life does not make us perfect. The word of God teaches us that our flesh has to be put to death. We have to kill it. Dead. And only through the Holy Spirit. Because what it says that we are empowered through the Holy Spirit. But some of us, 
And the key thing about all of it is that the minute we receive Christ in our life, the minute we accept him in our life, he takes residence in us. He is our helper. He is our deliverer. David said he is the present help in the time of trouble. The word said we don't have to fear because Christ is with us. But when we, the Holy Spirit is in us because he teaches us and because he is our leader and he is our God. When we fail to hear him, in Ephesians tells us not to quench the Holy Spirit. Not to put him to shame. He is a person. We see, we, we offer a thing or something. The Holy Spirit is a person. He lives in you. He wants to help you. A lot of times when we cry out to God, it's because we're sick. Or there is some need in our lives. But I want you to know God is more than that. He has more than that. He has promised us more than that. Our hope. And what we are looking for should be in God. It also said the little that we go through here on earth. We don't go through a whole lot. We think it is. But the little that we go through here on earth. It is not compared to the, glo uh, to, uh, to the glory that God has for us. That he has promised us once we go to be with him. But in the meantime, we ain't going the way we are. That's the reason why we are diamonds in the making. You cannot go with God with the attitudes that we have. The Holy Spirit can't even give you what you need when your attitude is wrong, when you don't obey him, when you don't listen to him. If you drive up to a red light, the red light signals and say you need to stop because of danger. The Holy Spirit, the, the red light ain't going to reach down and stop you. But it'll tell you that you need to stop. The Holy Spirit does not demand that you do anything. But he is there to tell you that trouble is coming. He is there to tell you you need to watch out. He is there to warn you and say you need to pray. Whether you pray or not, the result, what you do is up to you. But he is there to tell you what it is that you need to do. And if he tells you trouble coming and you need to pray, and if you fail to pray, it is not God that brought that. It was you and your lack of, uh, of following what God has said. These are the things we get into trouble with. 
There could be sickness on the way. And the Lord said, and the Holy Spirit said, you know, you don't need to eat that or you need to drink that or you need to stop doing this. But we said, do it anyway. I do it one more time. I did it before and then nothing happened. I'm going to do it again. We get sick. And then all of a sudden, God brought that on me. No, he didn't. Because you were warm. You disobey. And when we continually disobeying what the Holy Spirit is saying to us and does not follow him, then he just simply take a back seat and sit and wait. God don't make you get saved. He only tell you you need to be saved. Salvation was given to all of us. When Jesus was going forth, walking to and forth on earth, there is no way you won't find in the Bible, at least I have not seen it, where he demanded anybody. He didn't demand anybody except what he said. He just put it out there. And he didn't back away from it. Well, even when they tried to deny or get him to not uh, be who he was and take back the word that he said, he did not. He stood on his word. Sometimes things get rough with us, and we give up so easily. And we do not take into account the danger of giving up, the danger of not following God, the danger of not hearing God, the danger of not being obedient to God. God looking for obedient servants. He said, how can you say you love me if you don't obey me? There are so many things that we get into in life because we fail to listen and heed to the Holy Spirit. Yes, there are things that come in our life that God allowed them to be so. But everything bad happened to your coming in your life is not because God allowed it. It's because we disobey. But there are certain things that he allowed because of some of the habits and some of the things that are going on in us. And God is the only way to know how to bring them out of us. And sometimes those things that he allowed to come upon us bring out those things that we need to deal with in our lives. And you know, the sad part, a lot of times we blame other people for our troubles. Nobody can cause you trouble. You cause your own self trouble. And what comes in our life is the way we respond to them is whether we have good or bad. I don't care how bad it seems. If you respond to them, in a positive way, and through the word of God, God will be with you. Will they hurt? Yeah. Will they cause you to cry? Yeah. Will you call you physical pain? Yeah. But it's how you accept them. It's your attitude toward them that makes the difference. 
my sister once said to me, if there's somebody to serve you lemon, cut it up and make lemonade. That never left me. Otherwise, if something bad come your way and they're acting right, you act right, you do what you need to do. And allow God to take care of the rest. When trouble come, when trouble come our way, and you know, remember now, the Lord warns us when trouble is on the way, if you hear, if you got an ear to hear, and he said, let them that have an ear hear what the Spirit says to the church. So if you ain't praying and you ain't seeking God and you ain't in God's word, then you won't hear nothing. Your ear will be deaf, deaf and your heart will be hard. And when God speaks, you won't hear. But if you're in relationship with God, you've been talking to God. If you've been spending time with him, he gives you what's going on. And you know what? Even when we don't do this, God is so merciful sometimes. He opens up and reveals it to us anyway. Just because he loves us. Just because he cares. But things will come. And things will happen. You know, last year I was, I, I, I used, I said, I know I testified this before. I uh, usually do mammogram, but this, last year I was not going to do it. I had already made up my mind. Oh, I do this every two years. I don't do this every year. But then three letters came to, to say, go do it. Minister Chandler said, you know, you really need to go do this. And then it's like, okay, okay. They got called me. It's like, okay, I take the appointment. When I went, they found cancer in my breath. Warnings from God. Because God loves us. That was last year. Just to think about a way to this year. Which is what I was going to do. But I look at God, he's good. And once they found it, the whole time I heard, the Lord said to me, you're covered by the blood. You're covered by the blood. Covered by the blood. Everywhere I went, he said, you're covered by the blood. Covered by the blood. Covered by the blood. He won't give you any more. God won't allow any more to come upon you. Will he move it? No. But he will give you strength to go through. And I thank God because I went back for the ones this year. Nothing, everything is all right. God is well. But it could have been different. It could have turned out differently. It wasn't my grace. In my stubbornness. In my hardness. When I made a decision, I ain't going to do it. But I thank God for Jesus Christ. Who loves me. When you are in the family of God. We talked about being adopted into the family of God. When you are in the family of God. God in turn will watch out for you. But you have to learn to listen.
And when we fail to listen, because see, after a while, if I didn't go, if I didn't go, that would have been on me. I couldn't say. He didn't tell me because he did tell me. But it's because I was disobedient, didn't he? A lot of trouble, I'm saying, is that we get into today. It is because we don't hear when the Lord is talking to us. He said in his word to the disciples, I am the true vine. You are the branch. And anybody in me, you can only be fruitful if you abide in the vine. Have you ever broken a limb off a tree and it's laying there? And after a while, because the tree is not getting any resources or nourishment from the main tree, the branch is just laying there. Even to the branch lay that it wither, it dries up, and then it dies. If you don't stay connected to God in these troubled times, with all that is going on in your life, the enemy is going to and fro, seeking who he may divide. He will destroy you. But Jesus said to the disciples, I have prayed for you. I have covered you in my prayer. And I tell you, if you follow God and you seek God and stay in the word of God, you can have the confidence that this, that, uh, that confidence that he who has begun a good work in me will carry it through until the end. We are redeemed. We were the righteousness of God. And because the Holy Spirit lives within us, when God look at us, even though we are diamonds in the making, and even though we still have debris and everything else around us, God is slowly tripping it away. He's tripping it away so you can come forth as being pure. So you can shine. So in the meantime, while he's working on you, while he's, he, he, he's in you, doing things in you, He's bringing out the good, the pureness. So I want you to encourage you today. If you're having a difficult time, if things just didn't see, just don't seem to be going all right, and just things don't be happening in your life, look at it from another point of view. I'm a diamond in the making. And when God gets through with me, I will come forth. Just hang on in there. Hang on in there. Get into the Psalms. He that has begun a mighty work in you. God said nobody that came to him, he, don't lose, he won't lose not one of them. That's what the scripture said. If you sin, confess your sin. Confess what it is that is going on in your life, and it's not of God. If you have a habit, tell God about it. Nobody can change your habit but God. You know what? We can go to AA. 
We can go alcoholics, we can go to drug addiction class, we can go to any kind of class we want to. But unless you make up your mouth, the doctor will go through the process. The counselors will go through the process. It'll cost you a lot of money. And when you walk out of there, you still have you. The difference is if you make up your mind, I want to change. You have to make up your mind, I want to change. You have to make up your mind, I want to walk with God. You have to make up your mind and make a decision every day that I want the Holy Spirit to lead me and guide me. Then you go to the anonymous class. Go to the drug addiction class. Whatever class. And then the Spirit of the Lord, as you read the information, will give you understanding and wisdom and revelations more than what the council will give you. But you can take the conscious information that you got and the Holy Spirit that is in you, and that's what makes the difference in your life. Because, see, you can read the Word of God and just read it. A lot of us read. But it takes the Holy Spirit to give you understanding. It takes the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. Because you can read one scripture today and it may say one thing. And you can read that same scripture two days from now and God will tell you something else. Or you can hear it from somebody else and something else totally different will come out of it. This is why he said to the disciples, there are many things I have to say unto you, but you can't deal with them right now. God gives us things in potions. So we don't become overwhelmed. Or anxious. Have you ever been overwhelmed and anxious? Sometimes when I'm preparing a message, I've been on read so much and study so much and stay in my word so much and then try to do this and remember that and remember that. I become overwhelmed and I have to learn it's like shut up the book. Take a breath. Breathe. Get quiet. And when I do that, then the Lord really begins to speak. And then when I stand here, it's like, Lord, I don't read, I don't write, and all of that. But God, only you know what I need to say. Because I've, I'm still yet learning. The word of what God said to me, the word that I will have you to bring, I'll give it to you in the hour. I have tried writing, I've tried typing, but I tell you what, it doesn't happen until he gives me information and when I stand here, God gives me the word. My son said to me yesterday, mommy, that means you're speaking to me, that means you're going to stay up all night and read again, the right things that you ain't going to say, and he ain't even saved. Do you hear but God is God. 
It's what happens when we surrender to God. God knows the heart and the mind of everybody that is in here. He knows everything that we are going through. He knows everything that is in front of us. He knows everything that is behind us. He knows what is coming. We look at the back door and the only thing we can see is the door. We can't see anything beyond that. But I tell you, God sees everything. And it's the reason he works on us the way that he works on us. Because he want to make us diamonds. Because at the end, he want, we all want to hear. And he wants to say to us, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Come on up and dine with me. That's the victory. That's what we are working for. And we want to say to you in our closing today, be encouraged in the Lord. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know what you experience. All I know is what God has given me. And that's why I promise God, I'll speak whatever you put in my heart. The letter flow out of my mouth. So I hope you have been blessed. Through the word today. But when you get home, read, mark it down, read Romans 8, 18 through 30. It's so much more than that. Our flesh need to be put to death so Christ can rise and I'll stand to your feet. From the bottom of my heart, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, from the bottom, from the bottom, bottom of, of my, my heart, heart to the depths, to the depths of, of my soul, yes, Lord, completely, completely, yes, of my soul. My soul, yeah. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank the Lord for each and every one of you. We thank God for all that he has done. Thank God for the word. And we, as we get ready to go home, we're going to ask that, um, we're going to pray over the offering, that you get your tithe and offering in your hand. We thank God for the conference in South Carolina. Our pastor should be back. I saw it one night. They didn't have it on all the whole time, but only looked like bits and pieces that I saw. But uh, we ask you to keep each and every one in prayer. Pray for the sick and the shedding. As we pray for our tithe and offering, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all the ways that you brought us from. We thank you for keeping us because we know we can't keep ourselves. Let us we depart from each other, oh God, going in our separate ways home. God, remind us to be steadfast and unmovable in you. God, keep our hearts and minds focused in on you, oh God. Trouble our spirits that we will get into your word that we have not been reading. Trouble our spirits that we will get into the word. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, don't leave us alone. Trouble us, oh God that we draw nigher to you. Let your word continuously rise in hearts and minds, even after we depart. And Father, we thank you for the offering today. 
or that your people will give. Lord God, we ask you to bless it, that it will multiply. Oh God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. May God be with you. May God be with you. May God be with you until we meet again. Until we meet again.